Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Today we will continue our series on the end times prophecy. Listen in as Ray begins to unfold the truth. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're studying the end times, and today we have Q&A Friday with John Lay. Welcome, John. Thank you, Ray. What do you got this week? Well, Ray, this week you discussed the hatred of Muslims toward Israel. Are we giving Satan too much credit if we state that the basis of the Muslim hatred toward Israel is really his doing? You know, I believe that Satan is behind all hatred. Uh, Jesus equates hate in the heart with murder, and Jesus also calls Satan a murderer in the book of John. Hmm. John 8, 44, he says, You are of your father the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So I don't think it's giving Satan too much credit when we say that he is the motivator of all hatred. All right. Well, let me ask you this question. Of the roughly 13 to 14 million Jews in the world, less than half actually live in Israel. Is the seed of flesh against only those people living on the land or against all Jews? Or in other words, is the seed of flesh after the land or the people? Well, I don't think so. If you look at the persecution that occurs in Muslim countries against Jews and Christians, it's really obvious that it's ideological and really not regional or geographic. Mm. And if you look at their history, Islam's history of persecution against Jews, there's been enmity toward them for, you know, way before 1948 when they took possession of the homeland. Okay, that kind of leads to this next question. In April, the chairman of the Freedom and Justice Party, which is really the expression of the Muslim Brotherhood and the new leadership of Egypt, met with Mahmoud Abbas, the leader of the Palestinians. In the meeting, the Egyptian leadership unequivocally indicated that the one most unifying ideologies of the Egyptian revolution was really the liberation of Jerusalem against Israel control. Are we seeing, then, this revolution of Egypt and other countries simply as a unification of the Muslim world against Israel? I do. You know, when I first started working on this study about three years ago, I started to see Islam as the end times empire that would eventually go against Israel. Mm. And I wondered at that time how Islam would ever eventually unite into a single empire uh, like they did in the Ottoman Empire because they had all of these corrupt dictators in place. You know, one Arab Spring showed me how quickly this could come about by the Muslim Brotherhood uniting radical Islam across national borders. Well, what about some of these other countries like Russia, which is becoming more and more Muslim? I mean, are they going to be a part of this? Well, possibly, but I don't find Russia in Scripture as the typical prophecy uh, pursuers do. Mm. Uh, We'll study this later. They find it in Ezekiel 38. Uh, We'll look into this in more detail, but they could still, there's many countries that will be involved that aren't necessarily in Scripture. Well, that's all the time we have this week. Thanks for joining us, John. It's my pleasure. And we look forward to continuing the study next week. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. Thanks again for listening to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. If you have any questions or comments, don't hesitate to join us on the web at miningthetruth.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to join us as we continue Mining the Truth.